Hello and welcome to Joel Johnson's Money Wisdom. I'm John Stillman alongside Joel Johnson, Certified Financial Planner and the CEO of Johnson Brunetti, the official wealth management partner of the Yukon Huskies. Joel has been published in Forbes, The Wall Street Journal, and The Hartford Business Journal. You see him every weekend on TV as the host of Better Money in Connecticut on WFSB Channel 3 on the Saturday and Sunday morning news with Kara Sundland and in Boston, Saturdays at 7 a.m. He's an analyst for Fox Business Fox, Connecticut, NBC 30, and WTNH Channel 8. Joel, what's happening? How are you? We are going to have a great show today, John. Thanks for asking. I'm doing real well. We're going to be talking about retirement uncertainties, uncertainties in retirement. So this is sort of our segment for people that are already retired. A lot of things that change in retirement that could really cause some angst, um, a little anxiety. We're going to tell you how to deal with those items, particularly important if you're already retired. And then... We're going to talk about irreversible decisions that you may be making even before you retire. In fact, you probably are going to make those before you retire. And so things that once you make a decision, you cannot change. You can't go back and change. It's important that we get these right the first time. So it's going to be a good show today, and I think the show is very timely based on what's going on out there in our country, all the political uncertainties, the fighting back and forth between the two parties, uh, what's been going on in the economy and the markets. People really don't know what to believe these days. You know, is the economy doing better? Is it not? Depending on who you listen to, uh, it might only be better on the surface. Other people you listen to might be doing fantastic. And so we want to bring you clarification through this show. And what I love to tell folks is, Focus on the things that you can control. There are a lot of things outside of our control, a lot of things that we hear about on the news that are completely outside of our control. What we want to do on this program is focus on what you can control so you can improve your financial life. Well, Joel, let's talk about some of those uncertain things that we have to plan for in retirement. Do you remember the old Donald Rumsfeld, the famous press conference where he talked about unknown unknowns and known knowns and known unknowns and all that stuff? Yeah, it reminds me of, uh, what is it they say, uh, I need to know what I don't know or something like yeah. that. Well, I, it's more important that you know what you don't know. It gets a little confusing the way they put it in the nomenclature here. <laughs> right. Well, but, uh, what we're talking about here is actually the known unknowns. That is to say, the things that we know that we don't know, if you will. So how do we plan for those in retirement? These are the uncertainties that you have to be able to account for in somebody's retirement plan. The first one, the biggest one, the most obvious one is life expectancy or longevity. How long am I going to live? If we knew the answer to that question, retirement planning would be a lot easier. So how do we plan when we don't know the answer to that question? Well, and the interesting thing is, you know, if we ask that question today and somebody is a healthy 65-year-old today, they might live to 95. In fact, there's a pretty good probability they're going to live to 95. If we would have asked that same question 20 years ago to a 65-year-old, they probably would have said, ah, maybe 85. I think if you're 65 years old in the year 2030, you're going to live past 100. Uh, obviously, there will be some people that don't, some people that genetically just aren't able to. But when you look at medical science, when you look at the advances that we're making, and especially now with um, genetic testing, uh, stem cell research, and, and uh, people using stem cells to reinvigorate uh, you know, joints that have gone bad, even possibly uh, diseases of the brain and so on, longevity is an issue that is not going away. And why is this important to you as a retiree? It's important because you've got to have not only your income to last a long, long time, but you've got to give, be able to give yourselves 
raises for inflation. So those old days of, you know, working all your life until you're 65 and then retiring and maybe only have 20 years in, in retirement, those are gone. Uh, I, we plan for the average couple now for somebody to be alive until age 100. When we run our financial plans, our na- financial analysis, we're counting on one of you, if you're married, to be alive until age 100. If you're an individual, we still want to run it out to 100. We want to make sure you have enough money to last for the rest of your lives and you can keep up with inflation. So we run these financial analysis for you and behind the scenes, they're very, very sophisticated. But what we share with you is very, very simple and easy to understand. It's one of the things that I'm proud of is that we're able to talk to people that are really, really sophisticated when it comes to financial matters and folks that just want to know, like my mom and dad, hey, are we going to be okay? And and the reports that we give you as clients are nice and simple, easy to understand. And obviously, if somebody wants all the technical backup, we can give that to you. But life expectancy and longevity is a much bigger issue than people think it is. I think a lot of financial advisors are really missing the boat here. They're planning on the clients dying way too early when they run their financial projections. And people are going to be in a boatload of trouble when they find out, hey, I'm living to 95, 100, 105. And potentially running out of money. That's a big one we have to address. Another uncertainty that we have to think about, Joel, is changes in interest rates. And a lot of people say, well, you know, I I won't have a mortgage anymore. I don't keep that much money in the bank. Interest rates don't really affect me, but people aren't really taking into account how their portfolio, how their investments are affected by changes in interest rates. Well, there's no question about it. And I don't think people realize just in the last year to two years, how much interest rates have moved up on short-term bonds. When we look at the 10-year treasury bond, Interest rates are up what we call 100 basis points in the industry or 1%. Now, that move on a 10-year bond from 2% all the way up to 3 for example, just from 2 to 3 that is a huge move. What that means is when that happens over a year, year and a half period of time, if you had money in investment-grade bonds or bond funds, you probably didn't make a nickel. Your money probably sat there and didn't make anything because even though you were collecting your interest payment, the value of your bonds went down. And so interest rates do affect you as a retiree. The other thing that they will affect is if interest rates continue to go up, people can put their money into bonds or CDs and earn a decent interest rate. So if they're doing that, where is the money coming from? Sometimes it's coming from cash, but sometimes they're selling stocks to get safer returns in other interest-paying assets. And what that simply means is that the market's going to be under pressure. And so as interest rates go up, stocks will tend to slow down as far as their rise goes or maybe even go backwards because people are going to be seeking those higher asset values, those higher returns and safer returns in bonds or CDs or insurance type accounts. Now, what do we do when we plan for this with our clients? Well, first of all, we need to have some of our clients' money safe. And if you're sitting out there and you're retired or you're within five years of retirement, I hope you have a significant amount of money in assets or in investments that cannot go down. Or if they go down, they go down just a tiny bit because this market is going to drop sooner or later. But you need to be in the market over the long term. You need to be exposed to the market to protect against inflation because of what we called, which is longevity risk. So what do we do with that money that we want safe? If bonds aren't working right now, what can we do? There's two things. One is we can buy exchange-traded funds or ETFs that are very, very short-term in nature that own bonds. The problem there is we're only going to get probably between a 1.5% to 3% rate of return, but at least our money is safe. And it's pretty darn liquid because we can sell that ETF anytime we want. The other thing is 
I personally use insurance products for myself and for my family's money because what that allows me to do is I still get that guarantee of principle that I really want on my safe money, but I can earn, historically speaking, about 4 to 6% as long as I'm willing to put some of that money aside and not pull it all out at one time. Kind of like a CD when you think about it. You get a better interest rate if you, if you leave the money at the bank for a period of time. Now, it's not for everybody, but we like that right now as a firm a lot better than we like uh, bonds or bond funds. And what I can do simply, if I just use my own portfolio as an example, I can have half of my money exposed to the risk of the market, and I can have the other half in an account that won't go down, that'll earn me a reasonable rate of interest, but at least I've got that guarantee of principle. And if the market drops 40%, guess what? Only half of my money drops. So that's become much more attractive to many investors when interest rates are going up. And quite frankly, if the economy keeps doing as well as it's doing, they will probably continue to go up. Another big uncertainty, Joel, is tax rates in the future. I think we can say with a pretty high degree of certainty that taxes will be higher down the road than they are right now. But how high and and when those changes happen, we don't really know. Well, I'm not sure if anybody knows what how much tax rates will go up. I believe they're going up. I mean, there's only two things that can happen in this country. Actually, I, sh- I should say there's three. There's three things that can happen in this country to solve the promises that we've made long-term when it comes to Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid. One is you reduce those entitlements. You reduce the promises that have been made uh, farther and farther out. So meaning for my son who, for instance, is 28 years old, maybe instead of him getting the Social Security um, that's been promised because he's 28, they're going to say, hey, you got to work till you're 70 or 75 before you get Social Security or you're going to get a smaller benefit. So that's one option is to reduce the promised benefits. Second option is to raise taxes to increase revenues so we can pay those benefits. And the third option is the federal government or the Treasury can deflate the value of the dollar. All three of those things are going to hurt long-term investors. Uh, They may help people that don't save any money that need some help from the government, but they are going to hurt long-term investors. So what we should do if we think tax rates are going up, which quite frankly, I do think tax rates are going up, for the retirees or people close to retirement that have done a good job saving money, they might want to look at Roth conversions. Uh, They might want to look at converting some money and paying some taxes on those dollars today so that they pay much less in taxes in the future. I've done this. Doesn't mean it's right for everybody, but personally with my money, and I'm probably in a pretty darn high tax bracket today, or I know I am, I've converted some of my retirement money over into Roth IRAs, paid some taxes now, but now that money and all its growth will be tax-free forever. I can pass that on to my kids tax-free. I can pass it to my grandkids tax-free. There's a lot of power in that if I'm willing to pay the price of paying some taxes today. And why would I do that? I would do that because I believe tax rates are going up in the future. So it's something for people to look at, but that is a huge area of uncertainty. What are tax rates going to be in the future? The last thing that's a a big one in this retirement uncertainty discussion is what happens in the market from year to year. We don't know what year to year stock market returns are going to be like. And over the course of time, over the course of your entire retirement, we might be able to guess what an average return is. But on a year by year basis, we have no idea. Well, we have no idea. And we've got to be careful of those averages because, you know, people like to spout these averages. And the reality is most investors never get the averages. Why? Because they switch in and out. Um, I see this with my son. I've got, I've got a son, Noah, very financially savvy. Um, he actually has his own stocks. He's been buying stocks since he was 15 years old. Um, now he can own the accounts in his name because, like I said, he's 19. And I see him 
buying and selling things. And over time, he used to beat the daylights out of the averages. Now, over time, that the market's changing and not everything's going up, he's starting to regress to the averages as far as his returns go. And if that continues to go on, if he continues to try to trade and beat the market, chances are he's going to get caught in an emotional cycle where he either is afraid of missing out or he's afraid of losing and he starts making mistakes. So most investors do not match long-term stock market returns. Dalbar did a study that shows a certain mutual fund that earned 7% per year over a 10-year period of time, but the average investor in that fund only earned, I think it was 2 or 3%. I talk about this in one of my books. How could the fund earn 7 but the investors only earn 2 or 3 Not because of fees. That's what everybody thinks. No, it's because people move in and out of the fund. So we don't know what the year-to-year stock market returns are going to be, and worse yet... People that are trying to pick their own investments tend to do the wrong thing at the wrong time. It's critical that you have a plan and you stick with a plan. If you're working with a financial advisor, make sure there is a plan, a plan for longevity risk, a plan for interest rate changes, a plan for future tax rates, and a plan to keep you from doing the wrong thing at the wrong time because of drastic moves in the market, which we know are coming. In fact, the key is think like a pension fund. What does a pension fund do? How do they invest? They invest to smooth out those rates of return so they're not tempted to do the wrong thing at the wrong time. If your goal in retirement is to create an income, just like a pension fund creates an income for those retirees, you should be investing more with the mentality of a pension plan. So Joel, we've determined there are a lot of things that are uncertain about the future when it comes to your retirement planning, no matter how well you've done up until this point, growing and accumulating for yourself. So how do we take some of the uncertainty out of it. We can't ever take all the uncertainty out of it, but how do we get a little bit more certainty in our overall financial plan? Well, the key is having an overall financial plan in the first place. And secondly, making sure you're not treating all these issues as a la carte issues. Make sure your plan encompasses all of these things. In fact, I want you to call us now and come in and get your money map plan. Uh, Give us the honor of preparing for you a custom money map that will address these four things that we've been talking about. Life expectancy and longevity risk. If you live into the, you know, your years of 95, 100, 100 plus are you going to be okay? Are you going to be able to get the rate of return you do you need on your money and give yourself raises for the rest of your life? We'll give you an analysis of your investments to protect against interest rate changes. Future tax rates. We love saving people money on taxes. It's one of my passions. We want to make sure over your lifetime, not just this year, but over your lifetime, you're paying as little in taxes as possible. Every dollar you keep, is a 100% rate of return on that particular dollar. And then last but not least, we want to buffer you from stock market downturns and from when the market goes up real quick, you feeling like you're going to miss out and so you jump in or switch around the funds in your 401k. So let us do that for you. Let us prepare for you that customized money map retirement plan. There's no obligation, no pressure. What I want you to do right now is call our number and set up a time for you to come in, get your customized money map. It's our word for our unique process that's basically a full financial analysis, but customized to your needs. Whatever you're worried about financially in the future, we will address that in giving you your money map. So call now, one 800 705 If you have $250,000 saved for retirement, call now, set up a time to get your money map, 1-800-705-1232. You can also text, make sure you leave your first and last name. We'll get back to you to set up a time to get together, 1-800-705-1232. 
great opportunity, whether you're retired already or you're retiring soon. Come in and get an understanding of what you should be doing moving forward. You'll also leave with a copy of one of Joel's books. You can call or you can text, whichever you prefer. If you text, just be sure to include your first and last name. 800-705-1232 is that number. Again, 800-705-1232. You're listening to Joel Johnson's Money Wisdom. Joel is a certified financial planner and the CEO of Johnson Brunetti, the official wealth management partner of the Yukon Huskies. Joel, anytime we're talking about retirement planning, we're going to encounter some decisions that just can't be undone. You know, a lot of things about your retirement plan, you can constantly tweak and move around as you go. But some things, once you make the decision, it's irreversible. There's no going back and undoing it. So let's talk about some of those things that you absolutely need to get right the first time around. One of those things is when you start your social security. Well, you're right. If you start your benefit at age 62 and now you get to 66 or even 70 and realize, hey, I'm going to live a lot longer than I thought, I should have uh, waited to collect my benefit later. It's too late. Sorry, you made an irreversible decision. Now, one or two of you out there are thinking, wait a minute, I've heard that I could, at age 66, I can pay all those benefits back that I got from 62 to 66 and then get a restart. Yeah, you can. That's a bad idea. So let's just forget about that for a minute. And if you didn't know that, just never mind. It's not that important. It's a really bad idea to give a whole chunk of money back to the Social Security Administration at any time. So basically, starting Social Security is an irreversible decision. And here's the thing. I was just talking to somebody about this last week. Uh, We were having a meeting up in Boston at a big, actually, this radio station up there, the folks that work for this radio station. I was talking to one of the executives up there, and we were talking about the fact that people make the Social Security decision the wrong way. They look at it as if it was the only asset they have, and it's not. It's one part of many other financial assets that you have. Your retirement plan, 401ks or 403bs, your brokerage accounts, your bank money, whether you have debt or not going into retirement, um, whether or not you have two homes and you're going to sell one to uh, help your income in retirement. So the big mistake people make when it comes to Social Security, yes, you're making an irrevocable decision when you choose when to take it, but also don't look at that as a single, we call it in a silo. Don't look at that decision in a silo. It's got to be done in the context of the rest of your finances. Not everybody should take it early. Not everybody should uh, take it late. It depends on your individual situation. That's why we want to help you with that retirement income plan. It factors in this social security piece. Another undoable, irreversible decision is something that not everybody will have to face because not everybody has a pension. But if you do have a pension and you have a spouse, you need to be thinking about whether or not you want to take that spousal benefit on your pension or you know, maybe a 50% spousal continuation or none at all. That's something that once you pull the trigger, there's no going back and changing it. Right. And the pension decision is one of the biggest decisions people make. And one of the things that's interesting about the pension decision, let's say, again, I'm retiring, I'm 65, I want to decide whether I'm going to take 100% of my benefit. And then if I die before Wendy, she gets zero. Or whether I want to take a reduced benefit And then if I die first, she gets a big chunk of that payment for the rest of her life. The problem is if I take a reduced benefit and she dies first, I've left a bunch of money on the table. We don't know who's going to die first in most cases. We can kind of guess sometimes, but we we can't know for sure. And so there are so many different ways to approach the pension, including 
I could take 100% benefit, my highest possible benefit, leave her with no survivor benefit, but buy life insurance to really take care of her, which is just like taking a replacement pension benefit. So, so many different options here. It's important you get help in making that pension decision. Most of the time, if you ask your friends, oh, what are you doing, Bob? You know, what should I take? How should I take my pension? You're going to get the wrong answer. Everybody's unique in this situation. Another decision that doesn't seem irreversible, and and technically it isn't always, is whether or not to get life insurance. You say, well, I I can make that decision later. I can always get life insurance down the road if I determine that I'm going to need it, but it might be a little trickier than that. It might be trickier. You might be too old. You might be too sick. People think, well, you know, I'm not really that sick. Oh, but wait a minute. There might have been a heart situation that came up three or four years ago where to you it was just a scare. Your doctor says you're going to be fine, but from a life insurance company standpoint, it represents a higher risk. Now you can't get insurance. Any kidney issues, uh, slight spikes in certain tests of kidney, liver, anything like that, blood sugar could prevent you from getting life insurance. So the time to decide if you need life insurance is now. And then if you do want, I shouldn't say need, but want for most of our clients is do you want life insurance to do some special planning things, maybe leave money to grandkids and so on, then let's lock that in now. The other side of this is should you drop your life insurance? That can be an irreversible decision. And we're always very careful of telling people to drop their life insurance because in my mind as a financial planner, worst thing that can happen is I recommend somebody drops life insurance and three months later they pass away and whoops, there's a big problem for me and for that family. Yeah, certainly something you want to weigh all of your options before you make a decision there. The last one, Joel, is not something that on its face seems like an irreversible decision, but choosing a retirement date can kind of emotionally be irreversible. Once you kind of hone in on a date, it's hard to change plans if you decide, oh, I need to work another year or two, or even worse, you retire and then have to go back. Yeah, it's one of those things where I think, you know, we set something in our mind in the future that's maybe two years, five years out, and we're so emotionally locked into that that to change it, yeah, we can change that retirement date. We can always say, well, we're going to work a year later, but that's going to have a little bit of a psychological toll because for three, four, five years, I was counting on retiring in a certain date. So on a certain date. So if you don't have a well-conceived plan in place, you end up walking away from your paycheck earlier than you should have, or you change uh, midstream, you know, you can always go back to work in some other capacity, but realistically, it's going to be very difficult to re-enter the workforce. Um, some firms may not hire you. Yes, that's age discrimination, but, you know, good luck fighting that fight. Uh, they may not hire you, and you may get a lot less of a salary than when you were working uh, at the other job, at your main job. So choosing a retirement date is critical. One of the things when we take you through that Money Map retirement plan, if you are not retired yet, it'll show you when you can retire and be okay for the rest of your life. And a lot of people come to us and they'll say, Joel, tell me, you know, I want to retire at age 64. Can you tell me if I can do that or not? And we'll run all the numbers. We'll run the analysis for you. We'll assume a certain interest rate that we talk through with you. We'll ask you what kind of income you want in retirement. We'll look at what you've already saved, what your guaranteed sources of income are going to be, whether that's pension or social security. We'll put all that together and we'll be able to tell you, given a certain set of assumptions, which for us are pretty darn conservative, if you can retire at that age 64, if you have to work a little bit longer. And you know what? Some people come in, they find out, hey, I can retire early than I thought I could. So now the question is, do you want to retire that early or do you want to keep working? So I said it a little while ago, but I want you to call us and get your money map retirement review. Uh, Call us and I'll tell you exactly how 
the Money Map Retirement Review works. You come in, you sit down with us, have a cup of coffee. There's no obligation, no risk, but we want to put together a snapshot for you. That's why we call it a map. It's going to show you on one page exactly where you're at and based on what you told us, if you are on the right track. If you're not on the right track, you'll be happy you came in. You'll find out right now what you can adjust. We'll give you those recommendations. You don't have to implement them with us. We're here to help in any way we can. A good friend of mine says we'll help everybody. A few will become clients. A few won't. And that's okay with me. And that's how I feel also. Same as my friend. So call us. Get that Money Map Retirement Review. Again, consists of three main things. An income analysis for you, telling you when you can retire, what rate of return you need on your money. Uh, Second is that stress test on all your investments. Make sure you're not putting yourself at risk in this time when the market could go down any day. And then last but not least, that one-page financial plan. So if you have $250,000 saved for retirement, call now, 1-800-705-1232. Come on in, get your Money Map Retirement Plan. 1-800-705-1232. You can also text and leave your first and last name. We've made it as easy as possible for you to reach out. So call or text whichever is easiest for you. Again, 800-705-1232. That's 800-705-1232. That's all we have time for on today's show. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll talk with you next week. Same time, same place, right here on Joel Johnson's Money Wisdom. Investment advisory services offered through JB Capital LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents in all appropriate jurisdictions.